Welcome to the Crazy Dre Podcast Show, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, your main man, a.k.a. Crazy Cracker, a.k.a. Andres Podcast, folks. Today, folks, we're going to talk about sports, all by myself, sports. I'm a Detroit Lions fans. I'm here by myself. I went to Papinos. I'd like to thank Papinos for uh, hosting in downtown Grand Rapids. I live right down the street. I, I decided to do a podcast late at night because I, I didn't want to miss out. And the opportunity to talk about the team that I want to win so bad, the Detroit Lions. I grew up in an era with Barry Sanders, uh, Herman Moore, Eric Kramer, Brett Premium, uh, Johnny Moran, uh, Lomas Brown that was uh, inducted into the Detroit Hall of Fame today at Ford Field. I'm that guy. I remember Wayne Fonts. I remember Billy Sims in the 80s from Oklahoma. I remember all those stuff. So I'm that old. And I sound that shot. But ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, this is phenomenal. 6-2 and two, Detroit Lions defeated the Vegas Raiders. Garoppolo, Devontae Adams, Jacoby Murray, the whole bit. Everybody. All right? I haven't seen a team like this since maybe 91, 1991 with that team I just said about Barry Sanders, Johnny Moore, and uh, Herman Moore. It's a phenomenal part of our, our lives for Detroit Lions and Tigers and Red Wings fans to see all this stuff happening. Now, I want people to understand that I don't usually do late night podcasting for the following day. This is midnight Monday night, so it's going to be Tuesday morning. But I thought it was important to to at least elaborate on this game to some form of shape. And most of you people understand that I like sports, politics, and everything else. I do want people to understand that by saying this, I, in order for making my podcast to be grow bigger and bigger, I need to be an opportunist to make the moment now. So Detroit Lions won 24 to 26 to 14, and and it was a it was a it was a game that Detroit had to be very 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 careful of not losing two games in a row because the week before they lost to the Baltimore Ravens to Lamar Jackson. Into coach John Harbaugh, Michigan's brother's coach, Jim Harbaugh. But that's not important. The important thing is that Detroit didn't go into a losing streak like they do or they did in the past. In the past, we would have lost two or three games in a row, and then we would have start from going from 5 and 1 or 4 and 2 into like 3 and 4. I mean, 4 and 7 or it would have been bad. But Detroit's team this year is a little different than last year. We didn't start 1-6, and six, and then we made a comeback through the year. This is a team that's winning now. And winning now is more important than anything else. So, but for Detroit to, to lose a game against Baltimore and to come home and Jared Goff playing a lot better at home. And I'm going to give you... I'm going to give people 
little knowledge that Jared Goff just plays better at home. He doesn't play that well at on the, on the road. So, so I'm 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 gonna go through I'm gonna go through these uh, first quarter, second quarter, and fours, and all this stuff of the of the of the playing uh, of the scoring uh, summary. So, Detroit's moving the ball downfield. They have the ball for about seven minutes and fifty-one seconds, and our kicker, Riley Patterson, ends up kicking a forty-four-yard field goal. So at this point, I'm kind of a little disappointed because we need points, but we need touchdowns. Because you just never know if Guapolo will be in tune or find his wave and find Devonte Adams or. Jacob, uh, Jacoby Myers, you just don't know. So, so this is the first quarter. The by the second quarter, with twelve minutes and twenty three seconds to go, Mister Patterson hits another field goal, it's six to zero. And at this point, I kind of figured out that that the Raiders. Kind of knew our game scheme. We're going run the ball, run the ball, run the ball. And one of the things that bugs me about the first half is Crosby. Crosby is a beast for, for the no for the Raiders, but Crosby was not blocked about two or three times in a row, almost five six times in the first half. So Detroit had to go for a field goal, two field goals to make it six zero. And then the then the then the next scoring. Or the next possession Detroit had, Riley Patterson hit a 33 yard 30, field goal to make it 9 0. But by the second quarter, with 2 minutes and 56 seconds left, Josh Jacobs scores a touchdown to make it 9 7. Now, I think people need to understand that. People need to understand that in that possession, the Raiders ran the football like hell. They just kept running and make moving Detroit Lions defense line shift from one step spot to, to another spot. It will. It just looked like it just looked like the Raiders just knew how to push the Lions, the, the Detroit Lions, out of the way. And it's to be honest with you, I don't remember them throwing the football at any point in that possession for Jacobs to score a touchdown. So I gotta give props to Jacob. He uh, he basically had they basically ran ten plays, seventy five yards, and and it was nine to seven. With about 27 seconds left, Sam Laporta, and they've been using Sam Laporta a lot for Detroit Lions. He scores a touchdown. They move the ball down the field. I'm going crazy talking about this game out loud, and I'm yelling at the TV to keep throwing the football because I have figured out that the Raiders don't have good uh, – defense 
cornerbacks or safeties. So I'm thinking to myself, why aren't they not throwing the football? And it bugged the crap out of me. So Sam Laporta around the 15, 20th yard of the Raiders catches the football, scores a touchdown. He, meanwhile, saves my butt to win the parlay I put together this weekend. And he was my last in my parlay that I won $234. So thank you, Sam Laporta. So, so the, so by the third quarter, Marcus Peters intercepts the ball that Goff throws. Now, at this point of this possession, Jared Goff looks like he's feeling a little bit uncomfortable. Doesn't know what he really wants to do with the football. So, St. Brown happens to turn away from the football. And tries to maybe get closer to Goff or thought that Goff was going to do something different. But he ends up throwing the ball behind St. Brown. And and uh, Peters ends up intercepting the ball and runs it back about 65, 70 yards. So at this point, Detroit's in trouble. So now it's, I believe it's like 14 to 16 at this point after their interception. And you gave up the interception in the beginning or the mid between part of the, of the third quarter. But what the next possession for Detroit, it's very, it's very good for the offense coordinator to to keep Jared Goff throwing the football. I thought that was smart. It gave him confidence. It gave him the opportunity to recover from the mistake. They didn't just run, 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 and then three and out, and then Jared Goff probably would have panicked and thrown another interception. But the play call after the interception was legit. Like Goff keep throwing the ball, and it worked out. So with about three minutes and 14 seconds, Jamal Gibbs runs for 27 yards to make it 26 to 14. And this is crucial because we don't have Montgomery. We don't have the veteran to slow the game down, to keep the ball, the ball moving, gain four or five different four or five yards to make a second down and five or a third down and two. That's what Montgomery does. Do I think that Montgomery was a good pickup? Probably not. I don't think he's a great pickup. I think he was a mediocre pickup. But for what it's cost Detroit, I guess that's fine. But I'm telling you, Gibbs did his job. Gibbs did everything he had to do. And then by the end of the by the fourth quarter, Peterson, I mean I'm sorry, Patterson hits another field goal to make it twenty six to fourteen. And and I'll go through uh, the individual stats. So 
So, Jared, Jared Goff had, uh, Jared Goff had, had 26 for 37, 272 yards, one touchdown, one interception. That interception that cost the Detroit Lions, uh, uh, a touchdown from the Raiders. So, Jared Goff, you know, he recovered, like what I said before, earlier, uh, uh, for for the rushing for Detroit, uh, Jamal Gibbs had 26 carries, 150, uh, 152 yards, one touchdown. Greg Reynolds had 14 carries, 74 yards. Jared Goff had negative two yards to make it 43 carries with 222 yards for Detroit Lions. Haven't seen that in a long time. Maybe last week, but maybe two or three weeks two or three weeks ago, but that was something that Detroit needed. Without having Montgomery in there, you needed Gibbs to come through, and Gibbs came through. So, one thing I was I, I want to say is this, is that I thought that in the second half, I felt that Detroit wore out, wore out the Raiders. I thought that they mixed up the, the they mixed up the game a little bit better. I thought they uh, figured out the weak spots for the for the Raiders. Uh, Detroit did give up three uh, turnovers. Uh, you can't really do that against a good team like uh, the Philadelphia Eagles. They'll capitalize on that, but everything else for Detroit looked pretty good. And excuse me as I get my drink. Of water, and I still have to go to work tomorrow, folks. So I'm doing you guys an all duty to do this late, late at night. I would never watch Monday Night Football or Sunday Night Football this late, but here we go. So, so I'll go through. I go through the receiving. Uh, uh, Saint Brown has. Had uh, six receptions, 108 yards, no touchdowns. The longest one was 44 yards. Uh, Sam Laporta had eight receptions, 57 yards, one touchdown. Uh, Johnny Gibbs had five receptions for 37 yards. Um, um, Kaylee Freeman had two receptions for 24 yards. Jamie, uh, Jameson Williams had two receptions for 16 yards. Longo was, was 22 yards. So Jameson Williamson is starting to find his groove. And this is something that's important for Detroit because St. Brown can't do everything. St. Brown isn't tall enough or strong enough to keep running 30, 40-yard dashes and over-jumping the guy or the defender or the cornerback to safety. So, Jamison Williamson is important for Detroit because he's tall enough. He can outrun people. He can uh, out-jump out people. So, it's very important that that, that Jamison Williamson still continuously uh, plays well. Um, Josh Reynolds had one fumble, one loss. Craig Reynolds had one fumble, one loss. Uh, Jared Goff had one 
interception for a touchdown. So, again, when I say this, I'm going to keep saying this. They're lucky they didn't play against uh, Philadelphia or another good team like Cincinnati Bengals because those are the teams that would capitalize and would not miss out on an opportunity. I do think that uh, the second half um, game for Detroit was a lot better. I thought that uh, I was a little surprised that they stuck to the running game in the, in the second half, in the beginning of the second half, and Gibbs just blew it up. Reynolds blew it up. I do wish Detroit would run them, I mean, pass the ball more because a lot of teams would figure out that we're probably going to run the ball a lot more than we used to. This is not a Barry Sanders era where you can just run through people, make a shake and bake, and make everything look fancy. The difference between this team and the Barry Sanders team is that is that Barry Sanders is running for over 150 yards to 102, 200 yards a game, and Detroit's losing or they lost. This is a different team. This team is scoring points. Running backs are in the right position. The wide receivers are catching the football. The quarterbacks for Detroit. Golf is making better decisions than what Eric Kramer had a throw the ball in their zone and it was intercepted or they lost in the championship game against the uh, the Raiders or the Philadelphia Eagles, whatever you want to call it. But Detroit, Detroit is it's a different team. They're going in 6-2. They're going through the bye week. Um, it's, a good, it's a good time to go on the bye week. Uh, Detroit will... Um, Detroit will play. Let's see here. Let me see. Detroit will play the Chargers. It's at the Chargers. At 4 or 5 on CBS. Week 10. It's going to be a challenging game. They have a lot of talent on that team. For They have Justin Herbert. Uh Phenomenal quarterback. Uh, they have Eckler as a running back. Um, I will say this. I do think that the Detroit Lions defense line need to do a little bit more to help uh, to help Oh man, I can't remember his name. I'm getting a little tired actually. Let me Hutchinson. So Hutchinson, Detroit Lions needs to help Hutchinson. They need to actually um, be there for him. I I don't like the idea that they waited to the second half to actually help Hutchinson uh, sack the quarterback a couple times or rush the quarterback a couple times. I do think that Detroit Lions uh, second half defense defense line there's the uh, the the linebackers did a phenomenal job. Now, the difference between this Detroit Lions team and the other Detroit Lions teams is one thing. We have safeties and quarterbacks who are responsible for their action. And when I say by their action, it's like they're not trying to recover for someone else. They're not missing out. That They're not missing their duties. They're not trying to overcompensate for another uh, player on, that, on their team for, for shenanigans that they missed. This team is 
legit. I, I do think that the only thing that I would, I don't think there's nothing right now that I would change for Detroit. I think they need to play hard and go for it. I don't have enough. It's only 20 minutes of this podcast. So I'm going to leave it at that. I want people to understand um, that relapsing this game or re, uh, recapping this game is brought by the Crazy Dream Podcast Show. I like to thank Buzzsprout. I like to thank Podbean. I like to thank everyone out there that listens to podcasts. I like to thank Spotify, Buzz, uh, uh, Apple Podcasts, and every anybody that out there to listen to this podcast. Uh, peace and love. It's only 20 minutes long. Short and sweet. I'm out.